Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Fidget Friday. If this is your first time listening, Fidget Friday is a solo round with me and you, a little less formal with the intention of me just getting very real and raw with you about things I'm processing through and going through. I wanted to do, and originally, I just remembered this, back in the day, several years ago when I was uh, starting this show, I I believe I wanted to call it Fearless Friday or something like that. Now granted, Fearless Friday sounds a lot more badass than Fidget Friday, right? But for some reason, I just kept coming back to Fidget Friday. <laughs> uh, I, I guess for me, I wanted you to know that there are just so many things that are uncomfortable for me right now. And I don't anticipate, and I kind of honestly hope that it just stays that way because without a little bit of tension and resistance, sometimes a lot of it, you're not really growing. If we're in a place where we're just constantly comfortable and nothing is, you know, ruffling the, I almost said ruffling the waves, ruffling feathers, that's that term. If nothing like that is going on, then we're probably not growing. And so it's not that we should be fearless. It's that we move in the midst of fear. We take action despite how much we're fidgeting and squirming and how awkward we feel and how dumb we feel. Speaking of, I thought today I would share with you just some things that, wow, I've just putting myself in some super uncomfortable positions lately. And I've pulled three things out over the past week that I really want to work on in my personal life. And I just wanted to share it with you. I had a friend who recently Marco Poloed me Anybody on Marco Polo? You should find me. Heather Parody. That'd be cool. Anyway, my friend Marco Poloed me and she said something along the lines. She had just uh, done her first podcast. She was interviewed on a podcast. She doesn't have a show. She's never been on a podcast before, anything like that. And she was talking about just the anxiety that came with that vulnerability of sharing your message and putting your voice in this. I mean, it looks easy, but honestly, it is very weird. It's very weird. Like I, I look at a map and I see countries from all over the world listening to me. And it's just, it's strange. It's a really weird thing. And I've gotten used to it. And she commented on the Marco Polo. She said, man, I, I, this has caused me so much anxiety. This was really hard for me. This was really scary. She goes, you're really brave to do this all the time. Now I appreciate that. But again, what we were talking about a moment ago, I've gotten so used to this that it's not brave for me anymore. And so am I brave? I don't think so. I think I've been conditioned to do this work and some people view it as brave. Now, I can go look at someone else doing their art, their craft, their thing. I'm like, wow, you are so brave. And they probably were at the beginning, but now they're in a routine and they're conditioned and it's not stretching them anymore. So what's something that's been stretching me? Well, I decided a couple of weeks ago that I was going to sign up for acting classes. Yeah, 30, I'll be 33 in a couple of days and I've never before in my life done anything like this. I've been on stages before. I've done public speaking before. That's not a big deal. But there's something different. There's something very raw and very vulnerable and very uncomfortable. For me, I haven't been exposed to getting up in front of a bunch of strangers and acting like another person. That's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I wanted to do it for a couple of reasons. First of all, I just thought it was fun. I thought it would be really creative. Um, it scared me. And I knew it was going to push me to another level with being comfortable in my own skin and also uh, getting better at telling story and connecting with an audience, ending the power of energy. But anyway, that's another podcast episode. The point is, I've been putting myself in this really uncomfortable position. This past week, 
I did my first uh, monologue, which pretty much, now y'all are learning with me. Some of you champs out there may be like, oh, shoot. I know how to do all that. But listen, this is elementary school right here when it comes to acting. So pretty much you find a one to two minute piece that's written script on the internet. Hello, internet. And you get up and you practice saying it in character, whoever that character is. And then you decide it would be a great idea to go do that in front of a bunch of strangers. Doesn't that sound like a good time? Well, in my mind, I thought this would be fairly easy because, again, I have speaking experience. Uh, I mean, I speak to thousands of you on the podcast. I'm in Toastmasters and I get up and I do speeches all the time for our Toastmasters people. So shoot, shoot. Let's go ahead and read a monologue in front of all these people. No problem. So in my, um, I guess it's ignorance, ignorance. I was like, I, I didn't really prepare for it. So I found something online and I honestly practiced it for the first time on the way there. <laughs> Literally. Granted, I have a two-hour drive because I'm going to Atlanta uh, to take these classes. Yeah, I know, crazy, right? But I love being on the road. It's very, um, it's very, what's the word? Meditative. It's, I, I love it. But practice it for the first time on the way there. So while I'm driving, I'm literally practicing these lines. And it's only about a minute. It's only a paragraph. So it's not really that big of a deal. But I didn't look at myself in the mirror. I didn't practice standing up saying it. I didn't. I was looking at a windshield, eating a protein bar, practicing this monologue, okay? So get there. And all of a sudden, I realized that this is going to (laughs) suck. Like, it hit me. You ever been there where you think you look cute and you get to work and you look at the mirror and you're like, oh, shoot, I wasn't as cute as I thought I was today. That's literally what happened to me. So anyway, long story short, get up there do the thing. I think I literally don't even remember it. And I almost puked on myself, literally, like scared out of my mind. Here's a grown woman who's, you know, not a shy person at all, but literally about to pee my pants. It was, it was ridiculous. And honestly, I think I did terrible. I I really do. Now that, now granted, they're super nice because they knew I was new and they knew that here's the old lady getting up doing her monologue piece like an idiot. Of course, they're going to be nice to me. So, you know, there was not a lot of, you know, constructive feedback or anything like oh good job way to get up there and try good way to be brave (laughs) so anyway on the way back these are the three things i wanted to talk to you about i want to talk to you about inner work and confidence Okay. Um, a few days ago, we had uh, Joshua Coburn on. Check that episode out. It's so fire. And he he shares with us a very raw and vulnerable uh, story about how he almost took his life at the age of 20. He was bullied and re- ridiculed for the way that he looked. And he had to grow this, this inner confidence when other people weren't validating him. He wasn't getting validation on the outside. People were complete jerks to him. And he had to figure out how to build his own confidence without outside forces giving it to him. And that's hard. That's really, really hard. And we dive in really deep to that episode. Please check it out. But on a kind of a, uh, even a, a, another angle to it, through this process of putting myself out there, there's a few things that I realized in my own confidence because I was so scared to get up there. And I really don't think I did very well at it that, that I learned. And number one is that I didn't take enough time to prepare, you know? So obviously my confidence is going to be altered quite a bit because I didn't have, I, did, I was, I was trying to balance too many things in my memorization, but the delivery and all I hadn't practiced it enough to really have the kind of confidence that I needed. Would I've still been scared? Absolutely. Would I have been scared to the point of, you know, running off? St- I wasn't that bad, but you know, literally don't remember what happened because I was so scared. Probably not. 
because I didn't take enough time to prepare. And I've also noticed that within uh, Toastmasters speeches, I when I first started Toastmasters, I would spend hours working on my speech and I was still nervous, but I think I delivered it a lot better. And lately, I guess out of just busyness and not take, you know, taking it as seriously as I should have, I've literally been writing stuff like an hour before I go to class. And um, I've been kind of telling myself, well, I'm practicing on improv, but the truth is, I'm just not preparing enough. And so they've actually noted like, oh, you seem super nervous when you get up here. Well, yeah, I'm nervous. You know why? Because I don't know what I'm doing. So that's a very um, specific way of looking at preparing stuff. But I want to look at it in a more broader, broader view. Gaining confidence and really getting to the point where you want to be, we have to start inward. We have to start inward. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to do the inner work. We have to take that extra time, those extra hours in the morning where other people don't know what we're doing. They don't see the time we're spending meditating or journaling or reflecting or, you know, talking to God, crying to God, asking God, really trying to figure out what's going on on the inside of us before we open that door and walk into the world. We have to do the inner work. We have to prepare. We can prepare, and this is just very metaphoric, but prepare for the the speech you're about to give. Prepare for the monologue you're about to give. Prepare for the work you're about to do. Prepare to step outside the day, but often we don't take that time. We're rushing through life so much, like me, driving down the road, eating a granola bar, trying to memorize something on the way to deliver it, as opposed to allowing space and time to really settle into the role that we want to walk into. And and that's hard. And what that requires is us for to obviously clear space and be very intentional with our time, which is something I've been so bad about lately. So, so, so bad. And I wanted to share that with you. Preparing. Number two, also, not taking myself so seriously. Inner work, confidence, it really requires uh, us to kind of zoom out of our life and look at the big picture of things and understand that these micro moments that we just freak out over. This is something I thought in the car on the way back home, processing through what just happened a moment ago. I literally heard the words, you can choose how you translate this. You can choose how you translate this. Is that not powerful? Like we have the power to look at the circumstance, the thing that wasn't the greatest thing in the world, and say, how am I going to translate this? Because, you know, it's it's not one, one viewpoint. It's not like, oh, you screwed up in this. Oh, this is final. This is black and white. This is the way things happen. No, you can step back and decide how you're going to look at what happened. So let me just be I mean, very, very concrete example. You know, getting up and let's say totally bombing a presentation or a monologue or this or that, you know, walking away and leaving and be like, oh my God, I suck. I should never do this again. This was terrible, blah, blah, blah. Or saying, wow, I have so much to learn. I'm so grateful that I have this space to figure out what's going on. And yeah, this was my first time. This was, you know, I mean, really putting things into perspective and not dooming yourself that you are just terrible or this isn't what you're supposed to be doing or whatever. Now, that's really, really hard because you know, our our ego wants to protect us, like, oh, run, hide, danger. You know, you don't want to do that ever again. But it's so important to understand that we can choose how we're translating the things in our lives. So what are you struggling with right now? I mean, like, I want you to think about it. What is something that you're really getting hard on yourself about? Maybe beating yourself up about. Maybe it's something that's kind of a big picture thing. Maybe it's a very micro moment that happened in your life. Step out of it today. Like, take a moment. I mean, no matter where you're at, just kind of see yourself 
kind of stepping out of the situation and maybe even having like a big picture view. I know it sounds silly, but sometimes I just picture myself getting out of my body and looking down at myself like I was a character in a play and say, okay, what's really happening here? Let's look at this from a very big picture perspective. I can choose how I translate this. And the last thing with confidence and what I've been working on is just, you know, in that, in the muck, in the yuck and all of this stuff saying, hell yeah, I'm going to try that again. Absolutely. I'm going to try this again. If something didn't work, again, taking that that macro view at it and understanding that there are things that we can adjust and change and pivot and do it again. And like we said at the very beginning, you know, repetition is what gives confidence. It's easy for me to get on this microphone and talk to some of you who are in Ireland right now who I don't see because I do it every single week. And to some people that seems super brave, but for me, it's not. But what's scary for me right now is getting in front of 10 people in Atlanta, you know, and, and doing and doing this kind of stuff. So we have to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions. And yesterday, last night in Toastmasters, someone brought this up. I thought it was really powerful. Um, it talked about the Dunning-Kruger effect. Elementary explanation here, y'all. But it's uh, some psychologists who coined this term where we are ignorant to how well we're actually doing until we become educated in that thing. So let me break this down. The example used last night was if someone has really bad grammar and speaks with bad grammar and they're they're writing or talking or whatever, and they just aren't educated in proper grammar, they're going to look at their work and highly overestimate how how well they speak or how well they write. And it's not that they're just arrogant. It's that they literally don't understand grammar and proper English or whatever. And so they don't know what to look for. They don't understand what is wrong with what they're doing. And so I know as a beginner, as you know, putting yourself out there and all of that, it's important not only to grow in that way, you know, emotionally, but it's also important to grow that way cognitively because we're not really going to understand what we should be doing until we keep doing it and learning about the art, learning about the process. So I don't know everything I'm doing wrong right now. I don't. I know that there's a lot of stuff probably going wrong. I can kind of feel that. But it's impossible for me right now to really understand what I'm doing wrong until I go through the process of just learning it. So these are the things I am personally walking through right now. I've been trying to intentionally put myself in very uncomfortable situations and really learn to be more confident in myself and do this inner work. So again, just to recap, we talked about taking time doing the inner work before you go and do the task and making that a priority because that's going to set you up to be more confident because you've prepared, you've taken time to do the work, get quiet, focus, and do as much as you can. Now, there it gets to a point where there is only so much you can do. And sometimes people get stuck in this stage because like, I'm preparing, I'm preparing, I'm doing the inner work. And really the next level of inner work is action. That's another podcast. But for those of us who are like type A driven, like not even thinking about stuff, just go, 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 go. I really want to encourage you to join me in taking time to just take, to prepare a space, to do the inner work and memorize your stinking stuff before you go perform it. Just saying. Two, don't take yourself so seriously. You have the decision of how you translate uh, success or how you translate failure. All the events in your life, we can step away from it and we have the power to look at it in a completely different way. And then lastly, building confidence, putting yourself out there. Know that you just have to try again. The Dunning-Kruger effect of you don't know what you don't know. 
you know, and you're never going to really figure it out until you put yourself out there. And again, that goes back to not taking yourself so seriously because it's okay to be at a beginner. It's okay. It's cool. Let's make being a beginner cool again. It takes a lot of sucking up your pride. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of shakiness and insecurity and doubt, but that's really the work. You know what I mean? Like, do I want to get a, do I want to do well when I get up and speak in front of people? Absolutely. Do I want to do well when I do these monologue things? Absolutely. But the real work, the real thing that I actually want is to work through my own crap and my own insecurity and my own fear of looking weird or dumb or like a beginner or messing up in front of people. That's really the work. We often think it's this external stuff, but really the universe is being like, oh, no, 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 no. You think it's this. This is what I'm really teaching you, though. Before I let you go, I just want to ask one favor from you. If there is someone in your life who's really struggled with putting themselves out there with confidence, maybe you've recently had a conversation with them where they really want to do this or that, but they're just so hard on themselves. They're beating themselves up. They're not trying again. They're really struggling with the inner work, the confidence piece of putting themselves out there. If you would just share this episode with them, take a screenshot email it, text it, Marco Polo it, I don't know, whatever app you want to use and just have them check out this episode. We really, 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 really want to impact so many people this year. And I just really appreciate you guys uh, for, for, for helping me get this message out there. Love you in your corner and I'll see you Monday. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you have not subscribed yet, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And also, if you have a second, leave us a review. Lastly, we have a private Facebook group. If you are looking for a tribe of like-minded leaders who are unconventional in their approach, but dedicated to making an impact, head over to Facebook and type in unconventional leaders, and we will be sure to add you. You guys have a great week.